Hi and welcome. It is May 30th, 2020. This is the Robert Bruton Podcast Show. And I'm your host, Robert Bruton, and thank you for tuning in to today's show. As always, we're kind of walking around, and so you'll probably hear a little background noise and all kinds of stuff going on, but that's just kind of who we are at the show. All right, cool. So, hey, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back. Hey, thanks for hanging with us. And again, this is Robert Bruton with the Robert Bruton Podcast Show. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it very, very much. And to all our supporters, thank you so much for all the kind comments and uh, everything that we receive. So thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. So we've been working through a series um, through Organize Your Life to Win. And uh, I really wanted to, you know, who can, we're going through um, all the riots and all the terrible things that are going on in our world wasn't bad enough that we were fighting COVID. Now we're fighting each other. And, you know, it's one of those deals where I did a show called Stay in Your Lane. And um, and I'm not saying any of us need to be complacent, but I I wanted to say that I'm like everybody else. What happened uh, to George was it was unthinkable. It was horrible. And the other folks that uh, have suffered through police brutality and racism and things like that, I, I, I don't, I'll be the first to admit, I'm, I don't walk. I'm not a black person, so I don't walk in your shoes. I've never had to face racism as some and too many have. It's just been really uh horrible the way that uh uh that all this has transpired and i just uh i want to say you know one of one of my closest and dearest friends african american man you know uh girl i date is hispanic um i i don't look at people and i wished everybody could could honestly do this i don't i don't look at people from you know, you're either a good person or you're not, you know, I'm not taking away from anybody's heritage. I don't want to take away from, uh, uh, someone's life, but, you know, in a, in a global community, you know, we, we just need to look at each other as human beings. This is a, a thing about humanity and not, uh, uh, I think it's, it's about the whole human race, because if it's, uh, black on black crime, or if it's racial crime, uh, racial hate, you know, uh, there's no place for that. There's, you know, it's, uh, like I said, there's good and bad in every race, including white, Uh, you know, that, I mean, there's, there's folks that are, that are not very nice, you know, and I've, it didn't matter the color of their skin. They just weren't nice people, you know, and I, and it's so hard um, to sit here and say, you know, stop this violence and stop the brutality. It's just, uh, uh, I understand that everybody is, uh, I haven't walked in so many of your shoes and some, you know, uh, and I understand that and I get that. And again, I am absolutely positively not taking away from anybody's uh, pain or hurt. 
I just don't want you to have to go through it. And I don't want, I don't think hate begets hate. And I, I just, you know, it's, uh, uh, if it was up to me, it's like I say when we were talking about stay in your lane, man. If I could, if if I could, I would sit down with everybody and say, hey, whoa, 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 stop, hang on, hang on, hang on. You know, how are we going to get along? You know, and how are we going to to stop this this racial profiling and and the brutality that that people face with people who are entrusted to protect us. You know, and I get that. And this puts such a tarnish on the hardworking men and women of law enforcement that do do it right, that do get it right every day, that fight and fight hard for our uh, our protection and our safety. And then you have a few bad apples in there that, that make it horrible, you know, and, and it, it just... I just pray. I want to kind of just really cut this off right there because I'm not I don't really make my shows, my books or anything political. But, you know, there is so much going on right now. And and I so understand where the hate's coming from, you know, but damn, man, you know, we can't the residual from this or the 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 collateral damage from it. You know, there's a lot of folks that are going to wake up tomorrow single mothers, senior citizens, you know, single mothers who count on a job that the building where her work is, is burned down. Her boss just lost everything. And she doesn't know how she's going to feed her children tomorrow or get a paycheck at the end of next week. How many people who need pharmaceutical uh, medications can't get it because their neighborhood pharmacy's been looted and 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 burned down. How many people have to get hurt to make a point that were innocent to begin with? And I get a lot of people who get hurt under a police baton, you know, had didn't didn't have that coming. You know, what they were doing was certainly not uh uh something that justified losing their life. I understand that. But I also understand that, you know, a win hurting someone else is not a win. You know, Gandhi, what, you know, what so many people need to realize and and look at history. They say, look at the French Revolution. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I get all that. But look at Mohandas Gandhi in India. He would not lift a hand. He would not do something. He would take pain beyond what some of us could ever imagine. And he too suffered greatly, greatly from racial discrimination. Called all, He couldn't walk on the same side of the street as a white man in South Africa. And he was Indian. Yet, he brought the British Empire to its knees after having all kinds, I mean, their people were killed with mass machine guns and, and because the dude that went for the British Empire wanted to make a statement that would be heard throughout all of India. 
saying that he he would have offered help to anyone that would apply after they had been shot with military rifles. And the question posed to the commander of that unit was how does a child who's just been shot with a 303 Enfield apply for help? So there are atrocities around this world that, that, you know, people can hardly imagine. But Gandhi stopped that with nonviolence. He stopped salt plants, he stopped traffic, he stopped people, he stopped all kinds of stuff. And when people would go, when atrocities were so bad against the Hindu people, and Hindus rose up against Muslims, and what Gandhi did, he fasted to the brink of death. Because he would not raise a hand, nor would he condone people who did. So, there, 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 throughout history, you know, we, we've, we've seen unbelievable, unbelievable atrocities towards different people that are different than ourselves. You know, I, I kind of sit here and look at, you know, when when you go in looting and doing all these horrible, horrible things, you know, and I'm sitting there going, how is this? How is you running out of a store with uh, tennis shoes or uh, liquor bottles or TVs? How are you as you run out of these stores? How is that raising up your people to say, we're not going to take this anymore? Yet you look like a common thief running out of a, of a store. It's not raising your, uh, your people up. It's, it's, it's destroying them, you know? And there are just as many white people as there are black people as they are any other race running out of these stores. It's not just about one single stereotypical look. There are all kinds of people out there doing this. And it's sad. And again, I am not taking away. I have not walked in an oppressed set of shoes. I do not grow up from white privilege. I can promise you that. My family was was poor and we we struggled. I was raised by a single mother who struggled her whole life. I've seen her cry at times when I, I, I had to pull a pillow over my head. I was so... I, I didn't know how to help her. I didn't know. I, I was a kid. So we all have a testimony. We all have a story. And we all wish things were certain ways. And I understand that. But again, 
beating a man to a pulp after someone else was at the hand of law enforcement, as it were, this time. And how, how, is, how is, is beating up another human being, you know, going to bring back or help the memory of any of these people that have died at the hand of, of, of oppression? You know, it, it just, it's, it, it, it's beyond me. I don't, I don't understand. And I don't think that winning, cheating or winning, hurting someone that, that to me is no win. You know, it's gotten to a point in this country where if I believe one way and I don't believe the way certain people or other people want me to believe they will do everything to help destroy my life. If I want to believe one way, then, then people, who the hell are any of us to judge each other? There is definitely a higher power that is going to, you're going to stand before. God holds us in judgment. Each other, we don't. You know, it, it, you know, you think you, you can tell me how I should, live my life, how I should, you know, I got all these people there, you know, hear all these people screaming, you know, fascist and all these kind of things saying, you have to live your life this way. You have to live, you know, I believe in getting up in the morning. I believe in getting dressed and I believe in going and doing an honest day's work for an honest day's wage. I believe in those things. I've been cheated by bosses you know, I remember a time it, it, that I had to go to file with the state of Texas to uh, to get my pay. And I, all I thought was that I was supposed to get $800. And the lady from the state of Texas called me and she goes, are you sure all you're supposed to get is $800? We show that they owe you $4,871 and some change. And I remember that number in my head. I have a hard time remembering what I ate for breakfast, but I can remember that number because I was cheated. They had systematically been cheating me to the tune of just shy of five grand. You know, is that in the in the overall scheme of things? Is that, you know, but that's not the first time I've been cheated by an employer. And no, none of us should be cheated by employers. People should be honest, but hello. We don't live in a perfect world. We don't live in a utopia. You know, would I like to see my kids go to college and 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 my granddaughter go to college? Paid for? Sure. You know, who, who wouldn't? But at what cost? At what cost? I hear all these socialist things and all these other things, and I'm like, you know, I don't know that I necessarily believe that way. Certainly, health care would be nice, and, and you know, and... and but I have insurance and I have a job and I'm grateful to God for those things. I am very grateful for those things and I do not take it 
lightly that I have it, especially in this day and age. But I don't think hurting anyone, I, I would I would rather you, no, here, take this, than for me to feel like I hurt you to beat you to win. No, no, not interested in that. Not interested in that at all. And I don't support a group that would hurt others to gain their to gain their way. And we can sit here and debate for probably <laughs> the next hundred years about the United States and you know sticking our snout into people's business that wasn't our business. You know, telling people who have lived the same way for centuries how to live their life. You know, I, I understand all of this. But again, this is a global village. This is a global community. We are all here on this earth. And if God put you here, there's a reason. So I ask people who are hurting people or people who are looting or people who, you know, could you do that in front of your grandma? Would you do that in front of your mother? You know, is what you're fighting for worth hurting another human being that is completely innocent? And I get innocent people get hurt all the time, but is it at your hand? That's what you have to ask yourself. Am I capable? Is it my hand that's going to wield the sword of justice at someone who was walking across the street, walking down the street? Maybe they do have a different view than you. Me, I, ha I have friends from all different races, nationalities, women, men. I have gay friends. You know, but I'm a Christian. Do I do I subscribe to to that in a, in, as a Christian? Probably not. But that doesn't give me the authority to judge someone when God judges us all at the end of the at the end of our time. So we all have to answer up, including myself. I'm not throwing myself out there and saying I'm any better, or worse than anybody else. I'm going to have to answer to God. But I don't want to answer to God for hurting someone. Sure, we all emotionally hurt one another. And, and I think that you can redeem yourself from those things. But to physically harm someone that's going to be a part of their life for the rest of their days, have post-traumatic stress, be afraid to go out in public, be disfigured, and this is a win? I hear the, some of these young guys saying there'll be casualties. Why? Because you can't talk? 
You can't sit down and write out what you want, make it known, blog about it, get put up op-ed pieces, write a book, get your message out there. You ain't got to hurt people. Martin Luther King proved that. Mohandas Gandhi proved that. You do not have to hurt people to get your message across. So, I pray, my brothers and sisters, that we find a way to find a common ground that we can all stand on. You know, and this goes to the series that I've been talking about in Organizing Your Life to Win. When you want to do, when you want to win in life, it's not just about saying, okay, God, instead of me going in and breaking and running out with these $100 sneakers, I'd like to make it. No. You know how you get blessed? You know how things start to happen? Is you don't let your surroundings. I'm not in some mansion. I'm not. It is. Um, it, it's, you know, I, I don't live in some giant house. I don't fly around on a private airplane. I have a pickup truck that I drive. It's how to gain blessings. Is how you live your life. You think God's going to smile on somebody who hurts somebody? Revenge is mine, saith the Lord. Not yours. Not mine. His. Well, I'm not going to let anybody... No. I'm not saying you got to lay down. But I'm not saying you can't, you gotta, you can't hurt somebody either. And that's what, that's what, you know, some of these guys are calling for. And I'm like, damn, man. Maybe, maybe instead of hurting someone, we get people. And, and here's the thing. You're burning down a, a, a store in a, in a, in a, in a, in a low income area. And I'm sitting there going, Okay. Lots of folks going to get hurt because of that. Why are we not standing at the governor's mansion, at the Capitol? Not violently, but standing there. I agree. Yell and scream at the top of our lungs. This shit ain't going to make it. We're done with you doing what you're doing. It's time for change. But you don't burn the place down. You know, maybe in some of you are going to say I'm misguided. Some of you are going to say I'm full of shit. Some of you are going to say you're just a white, you're an aged white man. Okay. Well, I'm an aged white man. But you don't see me sitting in some high rise in downtown somewhere, you know, not driving a Rolls Royce. You know, I like to think of myself as just a good old boy. You know, get to, I get along with lots of folks. 
And then there's lots of folks I don't get along with. But I do try to get along with just about anybody. And like I said, I have friends from all walks of life that are good friends, that have been lifelong friends, that I wouldn't wouldn't trade for the world because they're just they're my friends. Sorry, guys, I have to get a drink because we've been going about 25 minutes here and I'm opening up a new green tea, trying to be polite. I'm not polite. I should say healthy, not polite. Polite would me be not doing this while I'm talking to you. All right. So how does this go into what we're we're living about? Well, when you're trying to organize your life to win and when you're trying to to win in this life, part of that is good deeds, you know, helping someone across the street, giving to something that means something to you, whether it's giving of yourself, your time, your money, but you give of yourself. Maybe it's doing a podcast, sharing your thoughts and your views. Maybe it's writing an article, sharing your thoughts and your views. Maybe it's writing a book, sharing your thoughts and your views. And maybe it changes someone's life. I've had people, and you guys who listen to me regularly know, I've had people touch my life that have saved my life and they didn't even know they had done it. My tribute to Paulette Kaywood, read it in, in my blog. Never knew it. She passed away, got sick, and and was the sickness took her pretty quick. And uh, you don't know how or when you could be a blessing to someone. You could be a blessing to someone. You could save someone's life, and maybe you'll never know it. And that's, that's okay too. So when you're, if you really want to make a difference in this life, you know, here's something I told, I, you know, I don't agree with my son's politics at all, but that doesn't stop me from loving him. And it sure as hell doesn't make me violent against him. But here's the skinny. I told him, I said, you can armchair quarterback this deal or you can say, OK, so the vast majority of lawmakers in Congress and the Senate are lawyers. So if you want to make a change in politics, uh, maybe go get a law degree and get your ass out on the campaign trail. If you want to make a difference in in people's lives and you want to heal. Uh, that would be a doctor that you're asking and get and get and get it. I can't afford it. I can't do this. Well, if you keep saying I can't, you're right. You absolutely can't. Instead of saying there is no solution, find one. If you need help, I would be happy. You, I, I, Everybody hears me all the time say, hey, if you got a question and you need a resource, dude, hit me up. If I can't find it, we'll find someone together. 
I'll help. Ain't going to cost you a damn dime. You know, if you're looking for money for school, well, then let's figure out where you get money for school. What what are, are, are your options? Have you even gone to a school and asked? Are you just listening to people who say, oh, honey, you'll never get into that school. You don't have we don't have the money for that school. You don't even know what the hell's out there available because you haven't gone and asked. You just were defeated before you even went out and tried. Sorry, guys, I'm having to drink some tea and keep myself going here. So it it all can work out in ways that, that you never thought imaginable. You know, if you just get out there and try. Stop saying that you can't and start saying, wait, what can I do? I can. I can do this. I got this. Even if you wanted to become a bloody brain surgeon, if you're in your 20s or 30s or even your 40s and you wanted to do something that was going to take a hell of a lot of skill and a hell of a lot of things, who, who is saying you can't? And how the hell do they know? It could be your family. If you've been a fuck up all your life and pardon the F-bomb, You've been screwing around. Nobody's got any confidence that you could do shit. Everybody's going to tell you, man, he's just, he's a bum. He's a, he's a, he's a fuck up. He's not going to do it. Really? You're going to listen to that? You're going to label yourself that the rest of your damn life. Or are you going to figure out a damn way to get right with that? Where there's a will, there's a way. You have to change your your old conventional paradigms of I can't, oh, it's too much, I'm too old, I'm too fat, I'm too ugly, I'm too uh, whatever. You want to label yourself. Until you start labeling yourself, I'm a good person. I can, I can do this. Let me start figuring out a way. My sister's 50 years old. She's going to get her law degree. Works her ass off every day. Every day, she watches YouTube videos. She watches CLEP tests. She watches LSATs. She goes, she's got books preparing to test in to start working on getting her law degree. And has a laser focus. Woman's 57 years old. You know what she wants to do? She wants to help people. She wants to help women in need. She wants to help women who are at risk. And she's so passionate by it that she'll get it. She'll do it. Every day. Every day. She sits and, and you'd be surprised at what where she lives and stays given her current circumstance. And what she does every day to, to, to work through that and does it and does it with grace and dignity and heart. So if you want to make a change in this world, get off your ass and make a change in this world. Stealing the TV out of a story, what the hell does that change? How does that 
do anything but get you in trouble if a camera catches you. If the police catch you. Don't think that you ain't going to jail. None of us are above the law. I don't care what race you're, if you're running out of a store with a TV tucked under your arm and the police catch you, you're going to jail. Don't matter whether you're white, black, green, brown, pink, blue, it don't matter. Your ass is going to jail. Female, male, don't matter. If you break the law, you're going to jail. So don't. Choose to live a path and a life that means something. Martin Luther King's life meant something. Mohandas K. Gandhi's life meant something. There have been brilliant people throughout history whose life has meant something. Maya Angelou, whom I believe to be one of the preeminent writers of our age. What a beautiful soul. What a beautiful woman. Have you ever listened to Aretha Franklin sing? The gift that God put in her voice, her pipes, oh my gosh. And what a beautiful soul. Luciano Pavarotti, his life meant something. Again, God blessed this man, but he didn't become the operatic singer that he was without going to school for it, without trying, without training. Read about his life. These people didn't just naturally walk on the stage. It's like we talk about, you know, you don't walk on to, you don't go down to the uh, sporting goods store, buy a, a bag of golf clubs, and then uh, get to the first tee box and go, hey, Tiger, hey, what's going on, buddy? I thought we'd... Uh, you know, play 18 and expect in three shots to get to the, <laughs> that it takes you to get to his first shot. Walk on a tennis court with Chris Everett and expect man or woman at that right now, walking onto a, a, a tennis court in her prime and beating her. No. What did that take? It took determination, dedication, and practice. And a will to win, which you all have. We all have it. We just have to find it. And society will tell you, you're on the wrong side of the tracks. You're on this. You're on that. And you can believe that. You can. Or you can say, no, that ain't me. Now I'm changing. And here's where, and you take off and you go. You don't have to accept your lot in life, and you don't have to accept the current environment that you live in. I don't live in, in, a, in a white picket fenced house. I live in an RV. By choice. You know. And it's fun. For now. It's fun for now. 
It's not where I, I ultimately will end up, but because I have other plans. But for right now, it's okay. So I, I, I'm not anybody sitting here, you know, spouting out stuff and saying, you know, I go to the laundromat for God's sake. <laughs> you know, I don't have a washer and dryer. All my life, I've lived in apartments or homes that have had washer and dryers. And I miss a washer and dryer. If there's any one thing, it's crazy. If there's any one thing that, that's a, 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 a dream for me right now is to have a damn washer and dryer, you know, in the house. And, and that's a pretty cool thing. You know, when the, one of the biggest things that I want really in, out of life right now is a washer and dryer. So I don't have to go to the laundromat. I go to a cool laundromat that people are really nice and, and uh, it's clean and it's nice. And the folks, you know, you get to meet a lot of really cool people, you know. And uh, uh, and it's just how it's worked out. But I've let a, met a lot of really nice Hispanic women who who've shown me, you know, different ways to fold things or do stuff. You know, they kind of act like your mom. And it's kind of cool. You know, it's nice. We're all laughing. And having a good time. And again, it's not about race or who they are. You know, it's just women being nice to me. You know, ladies that are that sit there and see that I'm struggling folding shirts or doing this, you know. And it's not that I can, you know, it's just I you know. And You know, it's really how we choose to live our life. Have I made a lot of mistakes in my life? Absolutely. Are there is there shit I'm really sorry for? Absolutely. Is there things that I still pay a price for? Absolutely. But it doesn't mean that that's going to define my life. Because if it did, I wouldn't be any better than the person that was that was that had done, you know, had made mistakes. You know, I haven't been peers of driven snow my whole life. And, but I'm not proud of it either. You know, you, you again, do what you can where you are. But what I'm suggesting to you is, is that you can, you can make a damn change. We can all change the world that we live in. You know? If you want to get your kids out of a out of a bad neighborhood, how do we do that? You know, what does that look like? You know, how do we get a better job so we can get our kids out of a bad neighborhood? Are you willing to pay some sacrifice to do that? You know, and if you've listened to me and read my books and done uh uh what i've talked about for eight books now is it's it's hard it's keeping ourselves away from from the negative thoughts of the where society's put us, where our families put us, where friends have put us. It's getting away from, you know, 
even if your mom or dad may tell you, baby, you need to set your sights a little lower. Honey, this is just who we are. We're never going to get out of this situation. Maybe that's their lot in life, but it damn sure doesn't have to be yours. And if you're a parent, give your kid hope. Lots of lots of kids come out of the ghetto. Lots of kids come out of poor poverty areas. Lots of kids come out of Appalachia. Poor neighborhoods. The Bronx. South Dallas. And make something of themselves. And actually able to do it. Doing the right thing. You know, there's plenty of ways to self-educate yourself. I don't know how to do something. I'll bet you there's probably not too much on YouTube that you can't say, how do I do this? And watch videos and start getting a working knowledge. Then, then all of a sudden, maybe somebody says, you know, I went to this school or I went to that school or I got help here. Or you sent them a note and said, I want this. And you tell them a little bit about why you want it. Maybe touch on their heartstring a little bit and say, would you mentor me? Would you help me? You might be bloody surprised at the heart of someone who maybe started out where you are, made it and said, if you really, really want to try, I really, really want to help. But you're not willing to ask because you're afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to ask. You have to get outside yourself. And it's hard. But you can do it. That's the good news. I work on it every day. I think about things that, that I can do to be a better person, the things that I can do to have a better podcast, the things that I can do to write a better book. I read, I look, I watch videos, I watch inspiring movies, I watch, you know, things that, that can make a difference in who I am and what I am. I listen to my pastor, you know, I, I read things in the Bible and go, oh, I get it, cool, all mm -hmm. right. There we go. There we have it. You know, and you and you go, oh, my gosh, you have that aha moment. OK, so it can be done. You can do it in spite of all of the things that are being said around you. The takeaway from today, what I would really like for e anyone and everyone listening to do is to sit down and say, if I'm not happy where I am, what does happy look like? Write it down. If you could do, and here's the thing, take all the naysayers, take all the bullshit out of it. Money's not a problem. Time's not a problem. And my education or where I am, my environment's not the problem. Take all of those problems and, and put them over here. Take them and put them, put, them in a, put them in a jar over here on the right side of the table. Okay? If you could see me, that's what I'm doing. I'm patting my hand. I'm going on the right side of the table saying, okay, stop, 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 stop. 
Put all that shit over here. Box it up. Now, we don't have any problems. We don't have any issues. What does a life really look like to me? What do I want to do? How can I be a blessing to the world? How can I be a blessing to others? Figure that out. Ask people. Talk to people. Move outside your circle of influence. And you'll be surprised at how people will help you. Or how people can say, oh, I did this or I did that. You know? Do you want to be a lawyer? Ask one. How did you become a lawyer? What prompted you to become a lawyer? Why did you want to become a lawyer? Why did you want to become a doctor? Why did you want to become a police officer? Why did you want to become a fireman? Why did you want to become a librarian? Why did you want to become a teacher? Why did you want to become a salesman? Why did you want to become an entrepreneur? Why did you want to become a congressman? Why did you want to become a senator? Why did you want to become president of the United States? Find out what it is that drives people. What it is that they want. You'll find those aha moments where you'll go, oh shit, you know? And then you have to get out there and do it. And it's like I've said in, in previous podcasts where, you know, you, you if you want to be great, there's a reason that Jack Nicholas makes a putt from <laughs> 70 feet across a green and makes it look effortless. Probably not a better golfer in history that could putt like Jack Nicholas could putt. Or watching Tiger Woods, you know, or watching Lee Trevino or any one of a dozen more golfers, you know. Watching guys, Kelly Slater surf, watching, you know. Watching Ronnie Turcott ride secretariat to win a triple crown. You know, there's there's a bajillion things out there, guys, that you can truly say look effortless. And it's because how many horses do you think Willie Shoemaker fell off of before he could actually ride a racehorse? How many times did he get bucked off a horse? How many times did uh, Babe Ruth get hit with a ball, you know, by a fastball coming at him, you know? And how many times did he hit it so far out of the park, it went out of the park? How many times did everybody have to get up and go, this isn't worth it? but yet still find a reason to find it and say, yes, it is. Because it's damned hard. Part of what we're talking about in, in my new book, Organize Your Life to Win, part two, as it sits right here as a working title, 
is just that. All of this, you can organize yourself to death. But until the day that you believe it in your heart, Lisa Nichols says it best. You got to know like you know like you know. When you get there and you believe it, you can affect real change in your life. And you don't have to hurt people. You don't got to rob shit. You don't got to do dumb shit to get there. But you can be the person that changes all that. Don't be the person that hurts people. Be the person that uplifts people. Be Martin Luther King. If you want to affect real race change, be that man. Be everything that he was. And be yourself doing it. That's the challenge. Can you do it? Can you step up? Can you be that person? I believe in my heart that you can. I work hard at it every day. Is it a struggle? Damn straight. I'm not living in a damn mansion. I ain't driving a Rolls Royce. You know what I love to be? Sure. But for, more importantly for me, I'd rather hear somebody call me and say, Dude, I just made the New York Times bestseller list. Or, hey, I just graduated. If you ever need brain surgery, come see me. Or, hey, I teach people to read. If you know somebody that needs to learn how to read, can you send them my way? I'd be happy to help them. Hey, I just started my own church. Would you come and attend? Ask your friends and family to come. That would jazz me up. That would be more worth more to me than any dollar. So please, 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 please. Make the time. Make the effort. Do something. Organize your life to win. Because you can. And organizing your life to win includes busting your ass. Alright? I'm going to stop there. I pray I'm praying to God right now. I pray that we can stop this violence, that people can come together and people can find real hope and people can find justice where injustice has prevailed. That the folks who've been hurt can find peace and solace in the fact that we all stood up, we all said hell no. That, I believe in my heart, will win over everything, every time. God bless you. I pray for all of your safety, your health. We're still fighting this COVID thing. Stay healthy. If you want to learn more or read more about me, robertbruden.com. And I got all kinds of articles. All of them are free. And if you're struggling and you want one of my books, call me. I'll send it free to you digitally. You don't have to pay. I'll just send it to you. And, and if you had questions about anything in it, all you got to do is hit me up. And I'll happy to, to tell you more. Get a free coaching session. All right. God bless you again. Thank you for tuning into the show. Bye for now.